What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And as you guys already know, if you guys have listened to us for a while, we've done division breakthroughs before. What did we do last time? Like, just off-season, like, off-season outlook. Now we're doing post-off-season outlook. Now we're looking in a regular season, going to be going through team schedules, highlighting some big, notable games, highlighting games we're excited to see highlighting, doing overall record predictions. We're not going to go through every game. We're just going to do a round, how many wins we can see each team in each division getting. We're going to be doing that now that we're pretty much heading into football season. So um, don't forget to check out this week's exclusive segments. Our first one on YouTube was our NBA content. I know we said no more NBA content, but free agency got a little bit crazy today. It was the first day. So check that out. Then tomorrow, we did a mock draft. We had a couple friends do it with us. Ten team PPR. I had the best team. I had the best as team. Usual. We're the experts, though. We're always going to have the best teams. Um, also, we have an announcement on YouTube. We did hit 200 subscribers, so we will be doing a 200 subscriber giveaway. If you want the details of that, be sure to check out tomorrow's YouTube video where we talked about everything, how to enter, what we're giving out. Yeah, be sure to check that out. Let's thank our sponsor, Little Italy. Without them, we wouldn't have anywhere to record peacefully we wouldn't have we wouldn't be able to do our 200 subscriber giveaway so thank them we appreciate it best cheesesteaks best pizza in town in the state in the country link in the description below for their website menus all that stuff and news yeah we have a lot to talk about um i would say the first piece to talk about the biggest piece is carson wentz yeah absolutely Uh, you know brutal injury injured his foot in practice they say this injury could have even gone back to high school it's a broken bone in his foot this has been bothering him finally came loose at practice the the colts decided you know the best course of action was to get surgery the first thing to point out is what were the eagles doing when they didn't realize this especially if it was broke since high school yeah the second thing to point out is the Colts are in trouble. Uh, Carson Wentz could miss five to twelve weeks, and the offense already isn't very good. So it's now like, you got Jacob Beeson, who could be a, a complete bum. Yeah. On an offense with not many weapons, just Jonathan Taylor. The Colts are taking a huge hit, I believe. And then Dave, they've had horrible luck. Andrew Luck. Speaking of yeah. luck, Andrew Luck, <laughs> horrible luck. Uh, Carson Wentz, bad luck. Just hasn't been going good for the Colts. This is Carson Wentz still manages to screw the Eagles. The Eagles need Wentz to play seventy five percent of snaps or seventy percent in a playoff in a playoff clinching berth. So the Eagles probably ended up getting what two second round picks for Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of hurts them too. But yeah, that's an absolute brutal loss for the Colts. Brutal for Carson Wentz. This was supposed to be his comeback year. He's supposed to come and prove everyone wrong with a new team, fresh start. But I guess we're going to have to wait. It's looking like the latest he'll be back, or like the earliest, I think, is week seven. No, they say he can be back in September. At the very latest, week seven of the regular season. That's about the 12-week mark. That's a tough one. Some other football news. Um, Devontae Smith sprained his MCL today at practice. He's only penciled in to miss about two to three weeks. That hurts his fantasy value a little bit. A rookie receiver missing the preseason kind of hurts their fantasy value. Especially training camp. Yeah. But, I mean, with him being an eagle, I don't. you don't wish injury, but it's kind of like he's an eagle. So it's like injuries are kind of a given with them guys as of late, it seems like. Yeah, Eagles, they suck. Their their training staff needs to be looked at. Yeah, and then um, another piece of news going to college football, Quinn Ewers, or Ewers, Ohio State recruit. This dude is the biggest high school recruit since Trevor Lawrence back in. He's better than Trevor, but that's fine. No. 
He's the second. He's the best since Vince Young, who was also a 1.0. Whatever. He um is foregoing his high school senior season and going to enroll and go through camp at Ohio State, be on the roster. I mean, I like the move. Pat Mahomes tweeted at him on Twitter, said he was backing him up. I see why. It was something with the state of Texas said that him being in high school, he couldn't market off his own money because that's how it is in Texas, like for their conference, I guess. But, I mean, I see both sides. He said he ultimately talked to his family and said that was best for him. I'm not going to hate him for it and knock him for it. Of course, people are going to have their opinions, but, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, whatever works for him. It's still Boomer Sooner all the way for me. I don't really care about the dude. He's still (laughs) going to be the second-best quarterback because we're going to have the best. Um NBA free agency came around. I would say one more piece of news sticking in the college football world. Uh, who was it? Clemson or Florida, Florida State? State reached out to join the SEC. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen. The ACC kind of holds rights until 2036, but... Not even that. The SEC we'll said that they wouldn't be... Like, that they're interested in Notre Dame because Florida State and Clemson don't bring in ratings, like, on TV. Like, yeah. they don't bring in, rake in as much views as, like, Notre Dame does. So they said... SEC said if there's another transfer, it would probably be Notre Dame, but Notre Dame is sorry and they're scared to play anyone good, so that's why they're not in a conference right now. Well put. Enough said, but, I mean, yeah, NBA free agency is underway. We did a whole video talking about the first about three, four hours of it. A lot happened. We put together like a 15, 20-minute video discussing what happened, our thoughts on it. So be sure to check that out below. That came out today. Um... I don't think there's else much news. I mean, I don't want to touch on NBA because we touched on it on YouTube. So I guess we get into the NFC North. Start off with the Detroit Lions. The Lions. Yay. I would. The Lions. They're in a very very weird spot. They're in a tough division. On paper, they're not god awful. They have a top ten offensive line. They got Swift, Jared Goff. Their defense ain't very good. They got a new head coach, but. They got a tough schedule. Did you see them doing up-downs? Yeah. Dude, that They're was They're a zero-win team. <laughs> <laughs> no. They kind of have a tough schedule, though. They're, yeah. I mean, not looking good for them. They're in a – they play teams Buffalo, Pittsburgh, San Fran. They play Green Bay twice, Baltimore, Rams. Oh, no, that's Buffalo preseason. Sorry. Yeah, we got to get to September. They still play Pittsburgh. San Fran, Pittsburgh, Green Bay twice a year, Minnesota twice a year. They play the Rams, the Browns, the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Seahawks. Detroit's got a tough schedule. And Detroit's not very good. I mean, if there's a year for them to tank and try and land a quarterback in what is a kind of a top-heavy quarterback class next year, this is their year. They keep Jared Goff this year okay. They keep him on the roster next year as a starter backup, kind of like we're seeing the Bears and the 49ers do this year. And then after next season, if they cut him, they don't lose any money on it. And they still have three first-round picks, two first-round picks they got from the Matt Stafford trade. So, I mean, Detroit's in a good spot of a rebuild. They have a top-10 offensive line. They have a pretty solid young – they have a couple young pieces they could put together. They got a new head coach coming in. I mean, if there's a year for them to tank and go get two to four wins, which is realistically the highest I can see for them, I mean, go do it. Yeah, the Lions, they're in a horrible spot in terms of winning football games this season. But in terms of a rebuild, they're in a perfect spot. They yeah. have a top young offensive line. They're not old guys. They're all pretty young. The defense – could use it's, some work. It could use some work, but you have that Jeff Akuda that you drafted last year that could work out. 
So far it hasn't, but rookie corners don't really do the greatest, and that's kind of a given. Yeah, they say cornerback is one of the hard. Cornerback and tight end are two of the hardest positions to transfer over to from college to the NFL. But, yeah, I mean, the Lions, I'm not very excited to watch a lot of games this year. I'm not really excited about the players. I probably won't touch any Lions on my fantasy team. Maybe DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown for me, but I'm not. A, I'm not a Lions guy. I would not touch a Lions running back probably ever <laughs> in my lifetime. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Lions, they kind of are what, what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're going to be the bottom feeder of the league. They're going to lose to a bunch of these teams, but they are in the right direction. Their up-downs were horrible. You know what I mean? Lost a lot of respect seeing those up-downs. Yeah. Those knees were not high. Those heads were all low. We did better than MOT. <laughs> you got to think, though, um, Detroit, they're one of those teams. We see that not in the division. They'll probably split some of these division series. They always play Green Bay tough for the most part. They play Chicago and Minnesota. I think they're bad, though. They're horrible. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're horrible. But I'm sure that they're still going to give these division rivals a game because that's just how the NFC North is. They always, they all play each other well. And that's how all divisions are. But it's still, I mean, I don't see them being the Packers, the Bears, or the Vikings. I don't think they have any sure 100% lock wins in the schedule. No, absolutely not. They might, they might get one off the Bears. They, uh, they might get one off the Bears. They might get one off Kirk Cousins. No. If he, I think they could get one off Kirk Cousins. They may be able to get one off Cincinnati, maybe Philly because they suck. Okay, there, there it is, Philly. Maybe, it, maybe even Atlanta. Atlanta blows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it, though, dude. They have a hard schedule. Their final five games, their final six games, Minnesota, Denver, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Green Bay. It, it's tough. I mean, Detroit could go 0-17 again. Well, they went 0-16 before, but still, they could go winless. I, I think it's a possibility. They are not very good. I mean, the best players on this team are TJ Hawkinson and Jared Goff. DeAndre Swift, maybe? They don't have much it's on the defense. Frank, Frank, Frank Ragnar, yeah, yeah. He's the best player on this I'm team. I'm sure we're missing. Their number one receiver is Brashad Perryman. And then it's Duramino Allison. Yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of like that simple. I don't – there's no way that I mean, Michael Brockers. Uh, Tyrell Williams, like, yeah, congrats. Yeah, dude, it's got to be Frank Ragnow. Or Taylor Decker, even, their offensive line. It's – the offensive line might carry him, maybe. DeAndre Swift, you They have know, Trey Flowers, but he hasn't been very good. DeAndre Swift is going to have to show up this year and – steal them a game yeah and DeAndre Swift you know he might be capable and that offensive line might be good enough but I'm not very excited to watch the Detroit Lions I probably start. won't be watching many Detroit Lions games not unless my fantasy team is playing against I was gonna say the only reason I would is because I have DeAndre Swift but even then I'll probably just put red zone on at that point or unless they play on a Thursday or Monday night that's the only way if they play a Thursday or Monday night I'll I'm gonna be honest with you if they play on a Monday night and I have school Tuesday morning I'm not watching <laughs> <laughs> that's fair but, yeah, Detroit, at the very, very, very most, I would say five wins for Detroit. I agree 100%. At I would the put very the over, absolute most. I would put the over-under at, like, four, three. I mean, actually, I want to look at that. Let's see. NFL over-under wins 2021. Let's see. Uh, the, it looks like it's five right now. I'll take the under. I will 100,000% take the under. 
I'll take the under on that one million percent. Keep that link up so we can go through it later. But um, oh I don't have much else to say about Detroit. No, me neither. I don't even like talking about them. I'm glad we started with them just to get them out of the way. They're not an exciting team, and I'm good. I say we move on to Chicago. I'm cool with that. Chicago is a very interesting team just because of the fact that you kind of don't know what they're going to do. They yeah. opened up against the Rams, Bengals, Browns, Lions, Raiders, Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers, Seahawks down the Ravens, line, the Giants down the line, Cardinals, Packers. It's it's a hard it's a hard schedule. They the games against the Rams, the Bengals, the Browns, and then this stretch you got here with Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, no thank you. I would hate that stretch. I would say at the absolute most wins for the Bears. I'm talking absolute most is seven. Let me take a look. 7.5. Give me the under. I'll take the under, dude. You got to look. They The only short lock – I don't know if they have any short lock One, wins either. Two, three. Two against Detroit, the Raiders. Four. I counted four. Oh, there's two in January. I still count about four or five. Part of me wants to go bet that because, <laughs> I mean, they're starting the year with Andy Dalton for one. Two, even if they go with Justin Fields, he's still a rookie, and he still has to run the absolute gauntlet with Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens. I'm good. I'll, I'll No, I'm good. Yeah, he's playing top defenses. I mean, even week one against the Rams, we're going to see Andy Dalton get whacked. Yeah, Andy Dalton's going to get exposed. The Bengals, he's got that three-headed monster receiver coming at him. They're going to have to put up points because the Bears' defense ain't very good. They lost Fuller in the secondary. They have Jalen Johnson, but That's it, in I the think. secondary, they got Eddie, Eddie Jackson. Jackson. They got Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack, but they have a few big names. And then, I mean, kind of Akeem Hicks. They're getting old. Yeah, they're getting to the point where – they got to win but they're not going to yeah like that's where that's where i'm at with them at this point it's tough they have a they have a tough they're not their schedule isn't as bad as detroit but it's still it's pretty similar i mean i'm actually excited about the bears though in a way why because justin fields might start david montgomery could be a stud i mean the defense is still there but it's really Justin Fields and David Johnson. Yeah. With David Johnson. Montgomery. David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Then, I mean, you still got Allen Robinson. You still got Mooney, a receiver. Their offense uh, could be dangerous. It could. Like, Mooney, Robinson, there. Justin Fields, Montgomery. They, they got Cole start, Komet. They need to start Justin Fields. They need, yeah, they need to start Justin Fields. They brought in Tevin Jenkins, too, to help out on the offensive line. I forgot about that. Justin Fields needs to come in, be the starter. He's having a good camp. I don't know why Andy, it's his big thing that we need to have Andy Dalton in the game. Um, Chicago's such an ugly, like, they're just bad. I know we have a lot of Bears listeners. Bears fans show a lot of love on YouTube in our comments and stuff, so shout out to you guys, but <laughs> it's tough. Their only Sherlock win is probably Vegas. Their Sherlock wins are the Lions. Two in and Detroit. It's not even close. The two in Detroit, the Vegas. I see him sneaking away with seven. Maybe eight. I could see him sneaking away with eight. At the absolute most, it's seven, and I'll take the under you at 7.5 like, any day. They have – got to think. They got – hold on. Let me, let me look at this. I believe they have two games in January. One of them's in 
One of them's in Chicago. Oh. They got two games in December. They got four games in December. Two of them in Chicago. I'm not sure these teams like the cold. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what they got going for them. They're Chicago, and like when it starts to get to that time and it gets cold. But if you look at it, they're playing all East Coast teams, <laughs> and that's not good. I mean, you got to think though, like the Giants in January. The Giants play in the cold. I know they're it's all. Not East, sure. yeah. I'm looking at it. They're all East teams. <laughs> The Giants, the Vikings. Even Seattle, they play the day after Christmas. The Cardinals, they might not like the cold, but, I mean, the Ravens, they're fine with the cold. Green Bay. I know, it's tough. This division got dealt a pretty crappy hand. Yeah, they did. Because they got the Rams division and they got the Steelers division. Yeah. That is a crappy hand. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially in a year where, for, like, Green Bay, it's kind of, who we'll touch on later, it's kind of win now because it's our last year with Aaron Rodgers and even maybe Devontae Adams. And, I mean, Minnesota's kind of getting up there as well in age. and it's just This is weird. This division is very interesting. I mean, I don't know, though. This is going to be tough. I mean, it's just... I don't know, dude. Any players are you excited for to see? I'm excited to see week one, Allen Robinson, Jalen Ramsey. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Tampa Bay versus them again because they beat Tampa last year. That was the game where Tom Brady was like, it's fourth down. down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm 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 just excited to see... You know how long it takes for Justin Fields to become the starter? I will be watching Justin Fields play. When when if they say Justin Fields is a starter, I will be watching that. But that is probably the only Chicago Bears I'll be watching. And Granted, there's a game on Sunday or thir- Monday night or Thursday. And I think that there is a very good chance that Justin Fields could be the starter come week four. I wonder what the over under on that is. You could probably find it. It would take a while though, but you could you could find it. I was gonna say if it's four if it's if it's if they say six weeks, give me the under. Yeah, I think it could start as soon as... Because I'll tell you this. The Rams, they're going to get whacked by the Rams. Unless Matt Stafford comes out and sucks. They're not scoring on the Rams' defense. Their offense ain't that good. I don't care. Andy Dalton's not that good to go score on Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. (laughs) Andy Dalton's not that good. Their offensive line's not that good. Sure, they have Robinson and Mooney. They're not that good. Okay, you go to the Bengals. Andy Dalton, I don't want Andy Dalton as my quarterback in a shootout. (laughs) <laughs> the Bengals are going to be good for at least 21 points this year. The only least. thing about that is Joe Burrow might not be ready. And that's the only thing going for him. They do have Khalil Mack, granted, but... He's still... I, Joe then Burrow's week three. still a rookie. Then week three, for me. they go play in Cleveland. No, they're going to get whacked. Yeah. This is where they might save it here for two games, but I... Detroit and Vegas, and then they go play Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Fran, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. That's the... What's a better spot to bring Justin Fields in? I'm telling you right now, it's week four against the Lions and Raiders. And then he comes in and gets ready to run the gauntlet. (laughs) Until he plays Detroit again, then he has to run another little gauntlet. Cardinals, Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, Giants, Bears, Giants, Vikings. At least those defenses aren't top five. I mean, Giants were top ten. Green Bay is good. I mean, top five, though, you could see the Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers, and Ravens could all be top five defenses. (laughs) (laughs) And they but play yeah, him in if there's a weeks. spot where they should bring Justin Fields in, it is week four and week five. He gets to go to Vegas and play in Vegas, and he gets to stay home and play Detroit. Or after one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Or after week ten. 
when they play Baltimore and go to into oh, no, Detroit. Week eleven, yeah, or whatever, whatever after Baltimore, because that's after. I was gonna say you don't just send him in. No, no, after guns Baltimore. blazing after against. Baltimore. Yeah, you don't send him guns blazing to go play Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Fran, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. That's you don't <laughs> on a rookie quarterback. That's gotta be. They're trying to get me killed. T.J. Watt, the Ravens, who are the heaviest blitz team in the league. Nick Bosa, the Buccaneers, who got. Everybody on the JPP, Shaq Barrett, Ndamukong yeah. Sue, Vita Vea. Yeah, I'm good. Joe Tryon, <laughs> Devin yeah, White, Levante David. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll stay on the bench, coach. Yeah. I mean, Matt Nagy, whoever the Bears GM is, if you're listening, take notes, buddy. <laughs> this is making me question David Montgomery. Yeah, this dude. Is, he I has, he has a hard him. running back schedule. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. It's tough. Football. <laughs> yeah, it's football. <laughs> and their offensive line ain't that good either. It's not. It's not. They bought in Tevin Jenkins, but that's one out of he's a rookie offensive four tackle. positions that's going to – he's not going to come in and put up a year like friggin' Tristan Wirfs did. Take that right that now. Tristan Wirfs gave up one sack outlier. all last year. He was an outlier. He gave up one sack, and it was to Khalil Mack last year. Yeah. Rematch of the century yeah. right there. I'm running out of stuff to say about the Bears. I would say the Bears are – between two and seven wins, no way is it two. There's there's six and eight. Somewhere okay, in I'll range. tell you they're five and twelve. We'll meet in the middle. Five and twelve. Oh no, I'm talking they're like six and eight. That's their goal. oh. So like six hell and, no. Six and twelve or no six and six and eleven or. All right, let me really let me just nine. stop talking out of my ass. Okay, they're between four and seven for me. I'll give them four, four and, seven and seven wins. Four to between four and seven wins to me is where they're at. I think it's about six and eight because I think they're they're serviceable enough to just sneak a couple. This schedule is saying otherwise, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Moving on, you got any final remarks about Chicago? No, I'm good. Minnesota Vikings. I'll let you start out with this one. I'll just read off their schedule. At Cincinnati, at Arizona, home against Seattle, home against the Browns, home against the Lions. At the Panthers, home against the Cowboys, at Ravens, at Chargers, home against the Packers, at the 49ers, at the Lions, home against the Steelers, at the Bears, home against the Rams. Oh, and then at the Packers and home against the Bears. It's funny because, like, we're doing divisions. Their schedules are, like, identical <laughs> besides, yeah, like, two teams. All right, so Sherlock wins. They're going to beat Cincinnati week one. Yeah, I agree. It'll be a good game, but I agree. Yeah, they're not going to beat Arizona. Nope. They're not going to beat Seattle. Nope. They're not going to beat Cleveland. Nope. They'll beat Detroit. Yep. The Carolina game will be tough. I'm going to chalk that up as a win. Okay. They'll lose to Dallas. They'll lose to Baltimore. They'll lose to Chargers. They'll lose to Green Bay. They'll lose to San Fran. They'll beat Detroit. Lose to Pittsburgh. I think they split with the Bears. Lose to the Rams. Lose to the Packers. Okay, I'm counting four. For what? Wins. Okay, let me go through it again. <laughs> you go through because there's no, way. There's no <laughs> shot Minnesota's a four-win team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How the heck did you get eight and I got four? <laughs> All right. I don't think they sweep the Bears. Uh, I think they did in mine. I think they sweep Detroit. 
I think that they beat the Chargers. I think that they can beat the 49ers. They can beat the 49ers or Cowboys. They're going to be they're going to beat on one occasion. <laughs> there's no way that they lose the both of those. All right, I'll say they beat the 49ers cuz I don't think there's a I chance that they beat Dallas. And I'll look at their I'll, let me find their over under. See, that's fair. Minnesota's an eight-win team. I think of the Vikings, I'm thinking eight wins and maybe the last seed in the playoffs. Eight and a half. Is the over under? I think this is another under for me. I struggle. <laughs> I think this is an under for me. Yeah, I mean, this schedule is so tough. But the Vikings, they have the stars to do it. I mean, you're talking Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Daniel Hunter, Harrison Smith. They signed um, Pat Pete, secondary. I know he's getting old. Eric Kendricks is there. Yeah. They, they improved the defensive line. I don't know. It's very tough because I feel like the Vikings could potentially be a top 10 defense. I could also feel like they could be a top 10 offense. But for some reason, I think they still suck, and that's probably because of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a scrub. Yeah. I don't think Kirk Cousins is very good. I think that's the only reason that's holding me back on you know, the Vikings, and it's Kirk Cousins. Did you see all of their quarterbacks got COVID? Yeah. And Mike Zimmer and came out and of them shit on them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that could potentially hurt him, too. I'm not really taking that into account when I'm doing these. Uh, oh, no. I mean, that's I'm not looking too it's much It's very into tough that. to yeah, do, but I could honestly see him missing a game. <laughs> this division, they all have tough schedules. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's a, probably a good bit better than Detroit and Chicago at this point in where the rosters are at and stuff. So, I mean, it's a little easier. I mean... You said Chicago is good for eight wins. I say that's a stretch. I mean, seven's not too far behind, but eight now and that nine. I'm looking at, I think it's about six for Chicago. Seven, six, yeah. Minnesota's such a tough team to like, like to predict for because they're they're how the Chargers were when Phillip Rivers was there every year. They're either gonna win or they're gonna get blown out and lose. Like it's not like there's no middle with them. They're just average as shit. Yeah, they scream average to me. I mean, they're a quarterback away. And a head coach. I'm not a big Mike Zimmer guy. He's good on defense. Make him the D coordinator. Bring in a good coach. And if yeah. Kellamon's the real deal, there you go. You're going to play for a Super Bowl. But nah, it's 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 bad. The Vikings. They're entertaining to watch. I'll watch Vikings games. Well, cause yeah, because they got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, who can throw a ball 50, 60 yards downfield, and Dalvin Cook, who's good for a 50, 60 yard run. Yeah, it's just very tough to predict them. Yeah, just just average. And they're they got dealt the bad end of the stick on. The divisions they play. <laughs> yeah, they did. It's horrible. The NFC West and the AFC North. Yeah. The two hardest divisions in the league, without a doubt. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. It's not close. Not at all for me. This is, I would say, some exciting matchups I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to seeing them play Cleveland. I think that game could get interesting. I think if you're a fan of running backs. Cincinnati week one, I think that's going to be a big, that's going to be a high one. I think that's going to be a big game. I could honestly see a blowout. Which way? The Vikings blowing them out. I don't think so. Nah. I could see it because it's Joe Burrow's first game back. I, I don't know. The Vikings are going to be healthy. It's just the Neil Hunter's coming. It's, it's a, it is just not a good. It's, it's oh blowouts my. kind of just building up for me there. It, this is tough for me to say. But, yeah, I feel as though I should just keep reiterating this. Minnesota's average. Well, if they keep continuing to have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, they're going to be average. 
I say we move on to the final team in this division and perhaps the most interesting team in this division, the Green Bay Packers. Resolved all that stuff with Aaron Rodgers. They have one more year left with him, so it's Super Bowl or bust for Green Bay pretty much. Yeah. It's looking like they have... Uh, they have a great matchup. Their schedule's kind of easy. It definitely looks easier The easiest than of the dealing. division. New but Orleans. They do deal with the Chiefs. New Orleans. Easy. Detroit. I'm going to go through and tally how many wins real quick. One, two... Sorry for the awkward silence. I'm counting like 10, 11. Because some of these teams I don't want to say, but they're going to be- beat them. I'm counting like 10, 11 wins. I'm thinking like 12, 13. See, I think they start out 3 0. Although Aaron Rodgers got. At first, I did 7 0, and I was like. Let me let me give him one. Aaron Rodgers got whacked by the 49ers last time they played. He played a healthy 49ers team in the NFC Chips, so that's something to look out for. But they played New Orleans. The over-under is 11. So if me saying 11, is that the over? Or is that, would that be the – would 11? So it's over-under 11 wins. There would have to be – there's a potential for a tie since they didn't do .5. When the okay, so I'll take a tie. I could see them going 11-6. and six. <laughs> Let's see. Go. Cleveland, they have a lot of games that could go either way. Baltimore could go either way. Cleveland could go either way. Rams could go either way. Seattle could go either way. Kansas City could go either way. Cardinals. I'm not going to say Washington because Washington's offense can't hang with them probably. Um, yeah, there's a lot of games down the stretch that go either way, but they have a lot of exciting matchups. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the one that's screaming out to me is the Chiefs on November 7th in Kansas City. You got two of the best offenses in the league you got two of the best quarterbacks in the league and yeah. it's going to be a shootout absolutely there is no they way they gotta run the gauntlet too washington arizona kansas city seattle minnesota rams it's not bears baltimore pat browns yeah that's a stretch of most of their games are decent like kind of tough but green bay this is the, the path if if they're they are exactly where the Saints were last year, Aaron Rodgers will not be in Green Bay next year. I can't guarantee Devontae Adams will be in Green Bay either. No. If there is a time for them to say let's rebuild around Jordan Love, it is now. Or if there is a time to say sell out and win, it is also now. Yes. <laughs> it's it's so bad because I mean, Aaron Rodgers he got all his stuff restructured. He's gonna leave next year. Devontae Adams. I don't know what he wants to do. I don't think he's going to resume contract talks with them. I don't think they go anywhere with that because Aaron Rodgers is leaving next year. And he's also already not happy. Aaron Jones just got re-signed. He's kind of stuck unless they trade him. He's making. (laughs) He's like the third or fourth highest paid running back in the league now, I think. He's making like 12.5 a year where Zeke's at like the highest, or Christian McCaffrey's at the highest at like 15 or 16. So, I mean, he's top 10 highest paid running backs. They're not in a good spot. Their defense is getting kind of old. They have a lot of guys. They have probably, I would say, they probably have 8 to 10 guys making a lot of money, and that's it. I just watched a guy, this is so random, I watched a guy like rebuild them on Madden, like without Aaron Rodgers, and they are, are tied up everywhere with money. They have so much money invested in these players, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, they're in a perfect spot to go lose to the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship. 
We've seen it once, seen it a million times. It's happened before. The Packers, I mean, they're not very exciting to me. I've been saying this. They'll never win until they have a true number two option. They still don't have a true number Randall two option. Randall Cobb. They're going to bring back Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, James Jones. Greg Jennings. Jermichael Finley, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Charles Woodson, B.J. Raji. Clay Matthews. Clay Matt. A.J. Hawk. <laughs> Shall I continue? Uh, I don't I'm think out. I can continue. <laughs> I'm out. I said B.J. Raji. Ryan Grant, James Starks, Eddie Lacy, Ty Montgomery, Ty Montgomery. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Geronimo Allison. Geronimo Allison, dude. I'm trying to go back to like thinking like old Madden days. Who's that tight end that caught the Hail Mary? Oh, oh. I can't think of his name. I feel like it starts with R, like Ricky. Richard Rogers. Richard Rogers. There you go. Who else? I'm trying to think defense though. Defense. They had Charles Woodson, B.J. Raji, Clay Matthews, A.J. Hawk. My brother has an A.J. Hawk jersey. Because it's so random. <laughs> Might as well bring Brett Favre back at this point. Brett Favre. <laughs> Sterling Sharp played for them, I think. I think Sterling Sharp with the receiver. He's a receiver. Bring back Devin Funches. Devin Funches of Bunches. <laughs> Green Bay, go win a Super Bowl or you need this after this year. Enjoy what you can get for Aaron Rodgers, who don't want to be there, and try and trade Devontae Adams because this is your year. Without Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, Jordan Love in his third year without playing a snap is not going to go win you a Super Bowl. Especially when you have absolutely no weapons and no more team because they're all going to leave. When Amari Rodgers and Randall Cobb are going to be your top two receivers after this year, that's a problem. (laughs) That is a big problem. Green Bay is not looking good. I'll pencil Green Bay in at, like, 10, 11 wins. I could see maybe they squeeze out 12 and 5. I think they'll get 12. And I think we went in reverse order for these final division rankings. So, like, for the final predictions, Detroit last, Chicago third, Minnesota second, Green Bay first. I agree 100%. I think that the Packers are – not the Packers. The Vikings have a chance to make the playoffs. They could, I'm telling you, they could squeeze into that last seed, but they're not going to go – The Packers a are a shoe-in. Kirk Cousins sucks. He's a scrub. Kirk Cousins is awful. <laughs> thanks for – thanks. I know. We know this. I don't have much else to say about this one, you. I think I'm good. I think that's going to wrap this one up. Thank you guys for listening. We decided that we are going to upload a second division on Thursday. Be on the lookout for that. We're going to pick up where we left off talking about the a- NFC West, Seahawks, Niners, Rams, and Cardinals. Yep. Be on the lookout for that. Check out all of our other episodes for this week. Thank you guys for showing love. Starting up pretty soon, we're going to be coming with – daily content every single day we're looking at we're going to be putting out content tuesday wednesday thursday friday most likely maybe even a saturday so that's four out of seven days of content leading into football season fantasy football season nfl is upon us college we're going to be getting more to as well this year thank you guys for showing love thank you for 200 subscribers you got anything else to say i'm all good we'll see you guys tomorrow with a youtube video then thursday with a podcast see you peace